June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to you from the world-famous Button Club. I'm here with the proprietor, Joel Maisel, otherwise known as Michael Zegan. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. You're my first. Uh, first what? You're my first interview. Oh, is that right? Yep. So you will always be my first. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about that. Let's pop some cherries and get this going. Now you've done a lot of theater and you've done a lot of film and television, you've done it all. Now in this show in Maisel, which is such a gift, you know, Amy Sherman Palladino, Developing this world for people is so crucial and important, and it's obviously really connected with people, mm-hmm. you know? I, I bet you get a little of that tingle when you do those big one shots, because that's like a cross between theater and film. Yes, absolutely. Talk to me about the one because for any performer out there, it's like stand-up, it's like theater. You know, there's a lot on the <clears throat> line. You can't screw it up because you'll sabotage it for everyone else. What do you say to yourself? I, I, I just, I see it as a challenge and I'm, I'm up for it. I, to me, they're the most fun. Um, high stakes. Yeah, high stakes. You don't want to mess up, but if you do, it's okay. You can go back to the beginning. Have of the you story. ever messed of up? Course, of course. What do you say to everyone? Oh, I'm so sorry, oops. Yeah, I, <laughs> and everybody understands because we all mess up at some point. But yeah, we just- They did, probably want to kill you, but they get it at the same time. It's possible, time. yeah. yeah. Um, they don't want to be on the other end of it either, though, but no. it's so funny when it's not you, you judge, and when it's you, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> but we, did, we just did a, a, a big one for this last episode that we filmed, and um, typically we don't even know that we're, we're going to be doing a one You know, it was four different scenes. It was, it was four scenes, and then we show up, and Amy decided we're going to just mesh them all together. and. Um, and you know, so it's like you come down a hallway, you walk into a room, you do a scene in the room, then you come out of the room, do a scene in the hallway, and um, it's nerve-wracking, but that's what makes it so much fun. You see it, you feel the energy, you feel the intensity of like something's happening here, and I'm in the middle of a live act. Right. You know, and listen, editing is an art too. Don't get me wrong. Sure. They're both valid, but I love you know the baseball scene that got a lot oh, of yeah, recognition yeah. and these risks that you guys take because you gotta work together as a team. The baseball scene was another one where we didn't know coming into it that it was gonna be all in one shot. And it actually was, was a little longer. They, they cut some of it off the end, but I mean, you know, and we have to hit every baseball that, you know, we throw up. So, um, so that was tough and it definitely didn't happen in one take. You know, it, it was, take after take after take. But you get that feeling after a take, right? Oh, totally. You're like, that's the one. Yeah. I hope they use that one. Yeah. Sort of like it's usually the, the last one. 
Well, they, yeah, because they're like, let's move on. Yeah. One thing I really want to talk to you about that I love about the show is that a woman created it, you know, with her husband. Mm -hmm. And it's about a marriage, a couple. Yeah, maybe they're divorced, but let's face it, once you have kids, you're never divorced. What a ridiculous word, divorced. Right. It's, there should be a new term for it. Like, we're not stooping, but we still have the kids. So we're going to co-parent like everything's great for them and we're going to work our stuff out on the sidelines. And might stup from time to time. Well, you know, I guess once, once a stupper, always a stupper. <laughs> Very and wise words. What I love about life is that because of the kids, you kind of keep working on it, you know? If you, don't, if you don't have kids, you just bail on each other and move on and, oh, that didn't work out, boo-hoo, and you live your separate lives. But when you have kids, you're forced to be together. You're forced to, like, have to grow. And I think you guys have grown so much. Why do you think you guys have nailed it so perfectly? Um, I think just because of the writing, because you know, Amy Sherman Palladino and Dan Palladino are so talented and it's not like they would know anything about that. They don't have kids and they're happily married, um, but they're just so talented and yeah, it is tough. I mean, you know, uh, Joel, his ex-wife Midge is living out his dream. Um, so he, he kind of has to deal with that, but uh, also find a new dream. and. Um, and I, I do feel like they've really nailed it. I, th I think it's, it definitely feels real and uh, authentic. I mean, if I could have a nickel for all the guys that came through the club and, you know, wanted to stup, and yet they couldn't handle the fact that I was running the show, you know? Mm -hmm. You like it one minute, and then you want to take it down the next and think about your own insecurities. It's like, come on, you know? Aren't we here to all build each other up? And, you know, I think the uh, man-woman dynamic that plays out in this show is very, very rich. Because comedy or no comedy, men and women, they fall in love with things, they grow, they change, and they got to deal with all the insecurities and complexities that come with that only to realize maybe one day they could actually support each other, appreciate each other, and then expand on that. Sure. Do you think that's what you guys are doing in this show? It seems like that as a viewer. So far, yeah. Um, people always ask me, like, you know, are Joel and Midge going to end up together? And yeah, that's the question everybody asks. Yeah. I, they, they just want them to get back together. Right. And there's some competition. You know, uh, Zachary Levi played a character that everybody loved. And Lenny Bruce, you know, Luke Kirby plays Lenny Bruce. And you got the Milo. You know, yeah, right. They got no, a gentleman Milo. coming down the pike <laughs> who's an old Amy Sherman Palladino right. alumni. Right. Yeah. But still, they want this Joel and Midge. And um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I have no idea. Well, I think history and chemistry are not to be underrated. But what's really not to be underrated is how you grow in this world together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you grow apart and you come back together or you grow alongside of each other. But no one can replace when you really know somebody. Right. Doesn't matter. That history, it really can't be contended with. So I love watching you guys. Thank you, Mitzi. You're welcome.
And you're easy on the eyes, toots. Now, you started the club. Are you liking it? How do you like, what are you looking for when you see talent? What's one thing that you think, oh God, get the hook, get them off. Or uh, one thing where you're like, mmm, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I mean, talent is talent, isn't it? You, you know it when you see it. Um, you're talking about Joel or like? Yeah, Joel. <laughs> when Joel sees, you know, he, he's living out his own dream. He wants to be a comedian. Yeah. But, you know. But he wasn't funny. Funny. Yeah, we, he was taking other people's material. And... Well, they get, no, you shouldn't steal. Stealing is wrong. Yeah. You'll, you'll, the karma will come. But now you have, now he has this club. What is, you know, the ultimate goal with the club? Is it to shine lights on other people? Or is it to have a safe haven to go when all this is happening in the world and somewhere to forget about it? Um, I think for Joel, it's, 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 it's that, but it's also just to have a purpose, you know? Um, I think he was lost before. I think, like I said, he tried doing stand-up. That wasn't for him. He worked at a plastics company. That clearly wasn't for him. But I think, I think he's, he's creative. I do. I think he, he needs to be in something that, uh, that is creative. And, and this, is, this is a great outlet for him. And, you know, if he also likes the business, uh, business aspect of it. And uh, so I think his ultimate goal is just to have a purpose and to be successful in that purpose. I gotta tell you, Zegan, and I don't give up compliments very easily. You got the goods. <laughs> you really do. I mean it. I've been a longtime fan of yours. I always thought you had the goods. You're handsome, you're funny. If, they, if men only knew that the secret to a woman is making her laugh. <laughs>